Hey you, what's happening at work? What's keeping you up at night? What's causing you frustration or depleting your wellness at work? Talk to me and with me. This is Joyce Odinison, your host with the What's Happening at Work show, where we create solutions to work, live, and play well. Join me now for next episode. Hey you! So how have you been affected by the avalanche of changes in offices everywhere? You know, what's happening right now is people are starting to think post-pandemic. So if you're saying, Joyce, I haven't had no change, nothing has happened, haven't had any change, well then you must be the only one because everyone is a tittle because they're expecting an announcement or there's been an announcement or it's been understood that things are staying the same, going to change gradually. So in my leadership class, I have leaders are saying, uh, well, we have to come up with ways to entice people back to the workplace. And we have this one, uh, someone in my network said, oh, we get, uh, we're getting lunch, free lunch at work. Um, on the days we come in and, and leaders are looking at ways and scratching their head. How do we get people back at work? How do we, uh, entice people back at work? You see, I mean, we, we don't like change as humans. So we had massive change when we had our schedules interrupted and we were, we in mass, we went into remote work and now that things have changed. Now that we are in this new era, we're looking at what is it going to look like and what kind of adjustments do we need to take? I mean, let's face it, it's been almost a year and a half. So most of us have become comfortable with our routine or have come up with a way to tolerate it or make it work for us and our families. And now just when it's comfortable, because, you know, we don't like change as humans. And uh, when we change, we we like to think that the change we make is going to be permanent. But we know there's only one. Nothing is permanent on this planet. And we're just everything is temporary. So most of us are wondering, okay, when is it going to change and what is it going to look like and what what is going to be? But what I've noticed is that most people are telling me that they've developed some kind of comfort level with the way things are at. And very few people are saying, I can't wait to go back to the work, to to the workplace. Even those who are excited to go back to work for companionship, they're going to have friends, they're going to be, you know, for, for those extroverts who like to be out there and go out and... I, it's interesting because I was actually looking at my closet the other day and I was like, hmm, that's a whole bunch of clothes I haven't worn for a while. And I'm sure you must be feeling the same. Like we have clothes that we, we got dressed up every day and went to work and we have clothes that we haven't worn for a year and a half. And now we're thinking, hmm, maybe can we fit into those clothes? I heard a lot of us can't fit into our post-pandemic clothes. We've been sitting around too much. So I, I thought that was funny. You know, I, I think we had more time to work out. So you would think most of us worked out more. But 
I guess we're home more, so we're grazing more, but we can also eat healthier. I had some people say to me, oh, I'm eating a lot healthier now because I can prep my meals, I can get my vegetables, I can have my fruits, I can, you know, take my time and make something healthier to eat. And then some people are saying, you know what, I work and I work long hours and I just grab anything and I, oh, I'm snacking more because the food is closer and I'm just eating more naturally. Not that it's, it's not healthy. It's just I'm eating more calories. So there are lots of different things that we're all facing, but we know that the change is coming. We know we have to change things. It's not going to stay the same. And we're asking ourselves, hmm, what are we going to do? So some leaders are looking at what they're going to do and some are looking at creative ways to get people back in the workplace. And some have said right out, you know, (laughs) like my employees are being productive. They're doing their work. I don't have any concerns. They can continue working remotely. So that is actually becoming more of a common thing to hear now from my clients and employees that I work with that oh yeah we we have the option we can either go in or we can stay in or we can go in part-time and and uh, stagger our work and and I think that's that's good because for some people that's okay right they don't have a child care issue or they already have child care and it's nice for them to have make that arrangement and be able to do and some people are compelled to go in and let's let's not let's not forget that there are people who kept working all through the pandemic they never had the luxury of remote work because of the nature of their work so life goes on for them and I, I know you know most of the healthcare uh, providers they still have their kids in care and they work normal and and first responders and lots of people in in um, essential services so that's a whole part of our our world that things hadn't changed for them. Nothing changed for them. Things have changed for a lot of people around them, family members, children, but not for them personally. And so we have to remember that when we think about how things are changing, that there are those of us who nothing really changed. They still went to work every day. So we have to remember that. But for the majority of people who had some disruption we're looking now to go back into the workplace and there are mixed emotions. So one of the things I did um, an interview on CTV a week and a half ago, and that was about anxiety. A lot of people are having anxiety because the change, right? We don't do well with change, having to move back to work, having to maybe find childcare or even buy new clothes. That's I mean, I went to the store the other day. I went to Winners and I was like, mm, I couldn't get up the excitement to close the shop. So I end up buying two pots. Truly, I am not kidding you. I bought two pots and I came home. And they were nice pots, like really nice stainless steel pots. And I loved, I I really like the pots. I've used one already and uh, I haven't used the other one yet, but I just love these pots. They look so nice. And I love to cook. So it it was more exciting buying the pots than it was buying clothes. I must be out of something. But I really enjoyed buying the pots. So we have to think about what excites us at this time. Because it's a big change to come in. 
And we're all going to find ways to sort of either avoid it or try to not think about it. But it's in our subconscious. We know it's coming. We know we're going to have to make changes and we're going to find creative way to resist it. You know, so when we talk about depression and anxiety over it, people think that people are going to be standing away crying. No, it's going to be in lots of different ways. Like me buying pots over a new dress. It's just one way of saying, you know what? I'm more interested in the pots than I am in getting ready to go back to the office. Well, I didn't have to leave the office per se. I just end up being the only one at the office because everybody else around the office moved out home and then summer break came. And so I'm the only one in the office. So I was like, ah, why bother? Nobody's going to see me. Why, why am I going to buy a new dress? And so we all are going to have ways that we deal with what's happening, the transition and the change. And, and it's okay. It's normal. As humans, we don't like change. We try to resist change, whether at a conscious level or a subconscious level. And we just have to have patience with ourselves and a good chuckle. Like, you know, I came home with these pots and I put one on and I started cooking in it. My husband was like, oh, that's a nice pot. I was like, I know. Right. Um, I went for I went for clothing. I came back with pots, right? No interest. And so it's just one thing. And I was like, I was chuckling at myself. I was like, really? Uh, I had pots. I mean, these were nicer pots. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to find ways to distract ourselves from doing the things that we don't really want to do. Or the things that don't bring us pleasure. And that could very well be the transition back to work and how we're dealing with it. So I want to tell you about the... Um, what I've been doing, I have actually um, created a LinkedIn live show and that was launched on Wednesday and every Wednesday I'll be doing it at 12 noon and the show is called Office Hours. So I want to invite you to take a look, uh, keep your eye out for Office Hours. I'm going to, the banner is here so you can see, I'm just going to put the banner um, in the show notes so you could see what it is and the link. Uh, to my LinkedIn channel so you can see what um, you know my LinkedIn po- uh, profile so you can uh, follow the show there and also uh, we do have a message a voice message section here on this podcast so you can leave me a voice message letting me know what's happening at your work you know what are you looking for what are you concerned about what are you dreading you know what are you distracting yourself with you know like I did and the show will explain and really explore a range of changes that comes with the new office hours and the reality of a post-pandemic era in office hours the whole things are going to change and you know some organizations are saying oh half the employees will come to work uh, two days a week and the other half will come three days a week and the next day and it's going to be different for everyone so what does it look like what are you grumbling about what's what's making you restless so the show will look at a lot of the strategies to stay well at work and we'll bring on guests and you know around workplace wellness tips and and strategies to produce um, productive resilience employees during office hours. It <clears throat> always going to talk about office hours and sharing your challenges. I'd love if you would do that. Share challenges, find solutions together. So I'd really love to hear your voice messages or if you want to just type them out or leave me a voice message. I look forward to hearing from you and 
seeing you join us on office hours as we talk about what's happening in office. So what do you want to leave me a message where you think oh, everyone is going to see? If you send me a voice message, I'm the only one who's going to hear it. And the voice messages are going to be on my podcast here. And um, go ahead and leave me a message. Take care. Joyce Sodidison. It was great to just hang out here with you. I hope you have a wonderful weekend as you delve into this weekend of rest. Take time to rest. And uh, let's talk next week as we explore. And I'll be sharing more about our topics on office hours and some of the things that are great and some of the things that are interesting and some of the things that I'm learning And I will see you then. Take care and be well. Bye now. You've been listening to What's Happening at Work. This is Joyce Edison, your host. And I want to thank you for being with us. Thank our guest and our sponsors, Interpersonal Wellness Services, Inc., the Global Workplace Wellness Summit, And of course, the wellness competency mindset movement. And if you want to hear from us, learn more or get more episodes, join us at interpersonalwellness.com where we help you to work, live, and play well. Bye now, and we'll see you for another episode.